This saber is an important symbol. All of Mandalore might fall in line with Dark Saber. I know how to fight. I believe I can learn to use that sword. The combat training is not as important as what that blade represents. Right, right. You want me to lead my clan? You could lead my You believe the Dark Saber will protect you? It won't. Anyone can hold the Dark Saber. The trick is keeping it, along with your head. Perhaps Mandalore needs chaos if it's to become strong once again. I want to save Mandalore. Mandalore must rise by itself. have an opinion they want to share you are listening to radio free mandalore news reviews and occasional interviews from a galaxy far far away i'm one of your hosts patrick i'm tim i'm kevin and i completely lost my voice at celebration so this might be a short episode or it might be a short episode for me and tim and kevin will finish it without me so we'll save Sassy. most of the celebration talk for the next time we record when i have my voice back What's that sounds that? like when we keep saying this is going to be a slow news week and then we talk for four hours about nothing I certainly can't talk for four hours tonight. I can tell you that much. You say that, but I got about thirty minutes in me, I think. But let's see what we can anything do. Anything is anything is possible through the force, Patrick. Okay, fix my voice right now. Use the force. There you go. God damn oh, it, shit, Tim! I, him, I set you up for a, that's not how the force works, and you didn't go for it. No, because I went with a force choke oh. accident, but then you talked during my joke. That's not how the force works. There we go. I'll fix it in post. All right, so we're going to take a look at the three big trailers that came out over the Celebration weekend, and uh, we'll come back next week and cover everything else about Celebration when I can actually talk. Yeah, we'll come back next week and do it, you guys. Whatever. It's going to be that kind of week, is it? <laughs> That's right. Kick me when I'm down. Make fun of the crippled kid. I see how it is. What? All right. else so... would I kick you? <laughs> You're taller than me. <laughs> Eat my ass. All right, so uh, we're going to start by, uh, all right, first of all, for the Battlefront trailer, who's seen it? I saw it. Tim, you saw it? Hello. And Kevin, you haven't seen it yet, right? That, that is a negatory. Okay, perfect. So we're going to get Kevin's live reaction. Are we all going to push go at the same time? Yeah. All together now <clears throat> in three, two, one. Wait, are we going on one? God are we going damn on it. Go? I knew you were going to do that. I got... <laughs> all right, hold on. When I three, say one. Two, no, one, wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> Oh, three, two, no, one, play. It's like three, three, oh. two, one, play. So, are we going on play or after play? Oh my God! You're gonna hit play when I say play. <laughs> Listen, I hit the space bar instead of play. I'm gonna tell you something. Yes. Uh, I think it was about two weeks ago. Now they gave out the awards, the Star Wars Podcast Awards. If we keep up like this, we are definitely gonna win Worst Podcast next year, and at least we will win something. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Yeah. The day the real war began. What is that? We need to talk about that. I have to up. Cannot be allowed to persist. Love this voice. 
Sergeant. Impossible. Commander. Probably. I just got goosebumps. Goosebumps, I got a quarter chub. I was waiting for that. I had a feeling that was going to be goosebumps, yeah. favorite. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, oh god damn. You like. Holy shit, I can't wait. Okay. So. Holy shit. So here's Ooh, what I so here's what excited. I can tell you. Uh, I'll save most of celebration for for next time. But I was uh, too way too worn out by the time they had the battlefront panel to even go to it. Most of the people I was with, we were all dying by that day. So uh, there's really nothing to tell when we do our celebration episode about that panel. Although I think we can still watch the panel on YouTube if we want to do it before then. But here's what the stuff I picked up just by being at celebration. Now, you guys remember we talked about the book um, Inferno Squadron. Yep. Yeah. And how the cover they put up said, like, not final cover art. Yeah. The reason is the book is actually called Battlefront 2 Inferno Squadron and is a tie into the game. Makes sense. Oh, and, nice. And uh, the, this version, did either of you play the first Battlefront game? Yes, I have it. Oh, you have it? Nope. Okay, perfect. Tim? No. no, I've seen footage. I've seen people play it, but I've never, mm. I have so many unopened games. It's gotcha. I can't add another one to the repertoire, but. So I, I actually mean... bought it because it was on sale for 10 bucks, but I don't have a system to play it on, but I knew I'd have the system eventually and just didn't want to pass up the sale. But I played it with a friend of mine who lives out in Denver and we had a really good time playing. And we talked about like, once I get a, uh, a PS one, we'd, you know, play online together, but he's hey, busy PS1. and I'm busy and it just never, I know you want me to get it. I'm sorry. Did I say PS one? Yeah. I was going to say, I'm in uh, an Xbox one, I, but I'm looking hey, at this. 1995 so. call. They want their console back. <laughs> I still have a PS one. I have a, I've still got the trailer freeze framed on the last frame where it says PS4, and I was thinking Xbox One, and somehow my mind just mashed them together. Um, this game will not be coming out for PS1, let me be clear. So um, I just never got around to playing it or, or buying the system to play it because the game lacked a campaign mode. And that, I mean, from the people I've talked to, that's been their biggest complaint about the old version was you could it had the online play, but there was no story mode, and the game itself isn't canon because there's no story this game looks to fix all of that in that the, yep. the, the campaign mode is canon and has the book that ties in. Nice. Um, so the book version, you in, you get introduced to Inferno Squad, who, if you recall when we talked about it, they were the ones that are, I think, after the, death, the first Death Star blows up, they go out in search of 
the the remnants of like Saw's crew. Um, and it, you can see in this this game, the woman in the trailer. I forgot the character name, but the one that takes the helmet off. She's I think the leader of Inferno Squadron. So this game is <coughs> going to basically tell the story of of that squadron's point of view from uh, looks like through the original trilogy, and then I guess they they are some of the um, original members of the First Order, from what I've heard. So it carries into um, the sequel trilogy. Now, the, the, kind of what that looked like. Yeah. So the game says that it takes place in all three time periods. From what I, I think, under, it's I, gonna, I, I, oh, think I was going to say. Well, oh, I think it's sorry, just like uh, I think maybe some of just the uh, online play takes place in the prequel yeah. trilogy i don't really see yeah. how they're tying yeah. any of the story back but i could be wrong we you know they, they might have something up their sleeve because the um it did show darth maul battling yoda which obviously we know is not canon so there's going to be some like battle systems and stuff in there that are just just for fun yeah but i, well, think that, I mean that 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 happens in the original battlefront too yeah like you exactly. can actually be you know um you know depending on how many kill streaks you have you can actually end up playing as darth vader and then um, yeah, so that's Leia, pretty, you know, Princess Leia comes in and you battle her. So I don't know. It's pretty awesome. And I think another complaint I heard about the um, the original game was they just completely ignored the prequels and I think that's why they made a big deal out of saying like look we're we're we've got stuff from all three. So I I'm excited about this game and um I think with the first one I was like the game itself I thought was worth buying but it wasn't worth buying a system for, so I just got it, put it on the shelf until I had the system. When I saw this trailer, I was like, "Well, I guess I, I need to get a system to play this game because I really want to play this now." So, what did you guys think? Looks like shit. <laughs> I'm bullshitting you completely there. It looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, it looks. Like thing, I mean, well, let me rephrase the the trailer looks fantastic. I don't know about the gameplay because I've never played the game. From what I've seen of the gameplay for Battlefront, looks like a cool game. I just I just don't have time right now to play anything, let alone right. a new game. Um, but the simple fact that it's a tie-in. I mean, I'm a huge Halo fan. I have all the games and every <laughs> single novel that they've created that has backstory and um, context. So um, it's just another way to bring in more story to the Star Wars universe. Down, I'm in. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't I be, you know? And especially this, it's a tactile way to get involved in the uh, the story. So I'm good. I'm in. So so for me, I, I actually own the original one. And the one biggest complaint that I had was it's all online play right you have to go you have to it's it's you have to play these camp um not campaign modes but these like death team death matches or capture the flag or something like that in order to be in the star wars universe now i mean that's fun and all but it kind of gets a little old and um you know i kind of wanted that campaign mode similar to what you do for like the call of duty games and like those shoot 'em up games so i this is the first time i'm seeing the trailer um, I heard good things about it. I just haven't had the time to sit down and watch it. Uh, and I'm actually one of the things that I, I heard about this one is that they're going to have that campaign mode, story mode, and I'm really excited for that. Well, there's one other big change to this that um, people have complained about the old version, not just that game, but a lot of versions. Isn't that that you have to buy a season pass and keep getting all you know, paying for all this DLC to keep playing the game? This yes. game, no, yes. no uh, season pass. When you buy the game, you have the game, and you don't have to keep paying. So it, it's cool because it sounds like um, the developers like listened to what the people who were playing their game were complaining about. So mm -hmm. it's almost and like you can have space battles. Yeah, 
Exactly. So it's almost like the first game was just a test run to see what everyone bitched about, and then they made their list and fixed it all. So I'm really excited for this. It doesn't come out until, I think, the fall. So November you know, 17th. So um, hopefully, I know, Tim, like you said, just as I'm the same way. I don't really have a whole lot of time, but maybe by then we could figure out some time to factor in so we can uh, all play together and talk about it on the show. But Well, yeah, by then I might, I shouldn't have an hour commute each way. Maybe I'll have uh, maybe I'll have 45 minutes extra to play a video game each day. <coughs> so the, the big question here, yeah. though, is, well, I'll, I'll save my big question to later, but kind of touching, I said it while we were watching it. What are those ships? What do you think those ships are? Are those like stealth cruisers or something? Uh, Inferno Squadron gets referred to in the game as special forces, so I don't think it would be any stretch of the imagination to think maybe they have their own special ships that we haven't really seen. That's my guess. You know what I didn't like about the special forces uniform, that at least what I saw in my viewing? They had no like leg guards. They just looked like they were they were wearing pants. Hmm. Like wear some at least wear some shin protectors or something. Or protect those shins. It's interesting yeah. insight. Edit, edit that out, please. Christ no. Almighty, that was a terrible. That's joke. an interesting insight into what goes on in your head. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, when you're looking at you're looking at a gameplay, you're looking at a whole new. This is essentially a new character, is it not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got they've got a cool new helmet, right? They're they're blasting the shit out of dudes, um, and then you see one of them kick a guy in the face, which I'm assuming means he's dead. But I would shoot him again. And it's just like, oh, they're just wearing like commando pants. Like, I don't know. There's a little lackluster there. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, you guys like that Tron reference in the uh, in the trailer? What was the Tron reference? The droid on the back. Oh, Identity yes. That, that, that yeah. Cool. At the first time <laughs> I watched it, I wasn't sure what that was. It, it almost looked like uh, like a droid was, you know, or or like not a droid, but, but somehow like uh, – she was connected to some some machinery that was putting her helmet on for her or something, and then I had to like rewind it. I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? But yeah, it, it is a cool idea that they maybe each one gets their own personal droid. Yeah, because we've seen the big probe droid like from Empire, but then when it came to Rebels, yeah. the um, the sister, the Inquisitor, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's Inquisitor, had those little tiny probe droids that flew around with her, and that looks like looks like what she's got. So that's pretty cool. Who is this dude in in the trailer? If you go. In the trailer to uh, one minute and fifteen seconds, there's a dude standing there who sh- you see her on the on the bridge of oh, a okay. ship. He's okay, okay, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think I know what this is. Give me a second. I need to pull a, a comic book out of the closet. Give me one second. Is it Thrawn? Is it Thrawn, Kevin? Is it Thrawn? I don't think it's Thrawn. Okay, um, the first time I saw this, I was wondering, and then I realized this guy looks familiar. I've seen him somewhere before, so. I pulled out the uh, Star Wars Shattered Empire comic, and I'm sending you guys a photo in the chat. Tell me if that looks the same to you. No. Hold on, hold on. Yes. Okay. Now, watch the next picture I send you about his... I'm waiting. Yes. Yeah. You see whose face that is? So, in the comic... The Palpatine? In the comic, right... That's Snook. Right after Palpatine dies... Is that Mace Windu? Oh, my God. (laughs) Mace lives. Mace lives. What? So in the Shattered Empire comic, shortly after Palpatine dies, these um, droids in red robes show up to, like, some of his star destroyers, and then a hologram of his face shows up on the on, the, you know, the droid's head, and he gives and he gives out like his last instructions of like what to do if I if he's to be killed. 
Um, this comic came out like right around the time, came up in the lead up to The Force Awakens. So it's pretty awesome that something from like a year and a half ago, I don't know if they were planting seeds for something they were hoping to have in the, in the game or if the game just pulled it from the comics, but these games take a long time to to put together. I was just going to say, it's, so, it's yeah. probably been in production for at least, what, a year or two? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that right there is going to be... Um, you know, you hear Palpatine's voice in the trailer talking about, I forgot what he says, but essentially talking about, you know, the rebellion's not going to, cannot stand or something like that. So it may not actually be him who say, says it. It could be his droid with his little last will and testament of Palpatine, giving them some orders. And at that point, they may retreat into the corner of the galaxy and return as the first order at that point. So I think that's pretty awesome that they tied it over. Um, I was like so surprised when I saw that when I was watching this. So, I mean, this game, it looks like they're really serious about making it count in the canon as far as the story because they're not only just doing a game with a book tie-in so you can get to know the characters, they're even doing an action figure from this. So, this isn't just some game that's going to be, uh, you know, come out and be forgotten about. It's not like um, years ago when there were tons and tons of Star Wars games. They're not putting out that many games right now. So, uh, this is like a big piece of canon. So, I'm that alone gets me excited to play this game because I just want to know what happens in the story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does in the trailer. He does the the potential Palpatine robot does show up when they're talking about the ideas of rebellion need to burn away. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty cool. I'm into that. I am into that. It had this. Uh, the droid has this thing where like uh, it's it's on its hand. One of the fingers is a needle, and it. I think it like pricked someone's skin to test their blood to make sure it was talking to the right person. So it'll be interesting to see if they keep that in the game. Ew. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh. <laughs> I think my voice is too shot to ew with you. Again. But I can try. I'll ew for the both of us. Ew. Tim, my Whoa. voice is so <laughs> shot that I <laughs> just can't even. There you go. <laughs> so... Moving on to um, another thing that we have to wait until fall to see. Uh, have you guys watched the Rebels trailer? See, si, senor. No. All right, so we're going to watch. What in the shit have you been doing with your life? And locked in my office and haven't been let out. All right, so the next trailer we're going to watch is the Rebels Season 4 trailer. Um, I also was too worn out to get to this panel in time to get wristbands, but... Um, Jeez, what did you do? Well, Battlefront and Rebels were on like days three and four. And uh, when I tell you the whole story of Celebration on our next episode, you'll understand why no mortal man could have made it through all four days. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, now you're fucking with me. We went one, two, three last time. No, we did not. I said three, two, one, play. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> one. Two, you son three. Of a bitch. All right, all right, all right. Three, two, one, play. Fuck, I right clicked it. No, I'm kidding. It was a simple story. Oh, I've got it muted. About a boy who was lost and a girl who was broken. They fought alongside a survivor. Who do you think he smells like? A war veteran. Let's ask Dallas. And a fallen knight. <laughs> Butterflies. I led them into battle. 
against an evil so terrible mm. it tried to black out the stars. Our arrows will blot out the sun. We fought for each other. We fought for those who could not. But we never imagined it would end like this. This is a time of difficult choices. Sometimes impossible ones. Rise! As long as we're together, we've got a chance. At least we'll go down fighting. All paths are coming together now. That's fucking dope. It's time to get to work. We are the balance, Ezra. We were meant to be Jedi so we could be here now. When Lothal needs us most. May the Force be with you. Okay. Initial thoughts. Let's let Kevin go first since this is the first time he saw it. Not as exciting as Battlefront 2. No, it's it, uh, it's good. It's good. Um, I'm, I, you know, I like these trailers that don't give a lot away. Um, I mean, ultimately, we know something is going to have to happen. Um, we all, we, we know that this is leading up to, at least we know Hera's um, uh, appearance in uh, Rogue One. So I, I did like the uh, the scene where it showed uh, Yavin four. That was pretty cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Timmy, here's the thing: we don't know Hera survived. Well, no, no. But she makes. I mean, they do say General Sandula. Hera is Cham. No, I don't think it's Cham. Cham never. <laughs> I'm just kidding. With Cham, you. Cham never joined the rebellion, guys. but also um, in the new I'm, I'm cartoon with you. Killing me, man. In the new, yeah, I'm just ignoring you. Uh, in the new cartoon <laughs> that's uh, that was announced, there's an episode with Hera and Leia on Andor. So, Hera survives until at least Return of the Jedi. Works for me. Uh, my thoughts. Yes, your thoughts. How much of this was new, new material? So I'm rewatching it right now, muted. Um, I'm at the 45 second mark. Still nothing new. And there we go. So Six. 48 seconds. So when the wolf comes in, the, I, this say, is... I think that was the first thing that I thought too was yes. was new. So I'm like, I can remember episodes that these things are being taken from. I'm like, hmm. So about half. So the first half is really just kind of reviewing where we've been, because uh, it was announced at the panel that this is the last season of Rebels. It's going to be 16 episodes. Um, it's going to be, from what I've heard, one story. It just runs through the season. And so my that guess works. means n no more filler episodes, we would hope. So you probably won't get a sequel to AP5 floating in space singing. Um, I know, Kevin, Thank you God. were hoping for that. But um, so I, I kind of want to look at like piece by piece, maybe not everything, but the first new stuff we see is, uh, like wolf? I said, 45 second mark, uh, Ezra and Sabine on the wolf. Now... The wolves were originally going to show up 
if my memory is correct, but remember, I'm old, so I can't remember shit. But they were so. supposed to show up in the um, Mandalore episodes of Clone Wars that never got produced, where Ahsoka finds out that Maul is back on Mandalore causing trouble. She lets the Jedi know. Anakin and Obi-Wan show up to help, but get called away to go rescue um, Palpatine. So that actually leads up right to Revenge of the Sith. But Anakin leaves her half of his troops, and that includes Captain Rex, which was the way that they explained away why Captain Rex appeared in Clone Wars, what was never in Revenge of the, Revenge of the Sith. So these are the, the one thing out of all of Clone Wars that was never done that I want to see the most happen. Supposedly, um, when the clones Order 66 happens and the clones turn on her, she escapes on a wolf. So they never got to really do that, which makes me then think them riding this wolf could very easily be on Mandalore because when the uh, season opens up, we're going to start on Mandalore, which is great news for us because I'll have more sound bites for our opening. But um, there's going to be a two-part Battle of Mandalore episode, and they showed the first part in Celebration. So they ride the wolf. Then we see those new uh, tri-fighters. I forget what they're called. Tide Defender, maybe. The ones that, that Thrawn was building, chasing the ghost. The ones with three wings that look really weird. We see Sabine like skydiving, and Ezra's next to her with his scout trooper helmet on that he apparently has painted orange now. Yeah. Didn't she paint it for him? Did she paint it? I don't, I don't recall. Um, then you get... A couple other scenes and Sabine climbing up with a bunch of Mandalorians and Ezra in his armor. Mm -hmm. There's a U-Wing. There's Saw. Bo-Katan. Some aliens I don't necessarily recognize. Chopper flying. Giant probe droids. There's a lot going on in this. So I'm really yeah. hopeful that they um, are Do serious that. when they say it's one 16-episode story. Oh, and then we get to see Callus's new design, his, uh, his rebel outfit his, with his hair down. His rebel design? Yeah. Well, there's another Funko Pop. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Everyone has been referring it to as uh, Hot Callus. <laughs> <laughs> I think the coolest part of this trailer is when when she's going into light speed. Yeah, right yeah, through. through. That was pretty yeah, awesome. Through, yeah. Amazing. You get to see Kanan with the wolf. So wherever that wolf thing takes place, Kanan's there. Um, lots of things exploding. Thrawn again. Hera in what looks like she's flying. It's weird because it, I think they show a bunch of X-Wings come out of light speed and then they cut to Hera and then they show A-Wings, or I mean uh, Y-Wings. Now, I need to back that one up because you see Bo-Katan and I can't tell if she's got the Darksaber or not. She does. Does she? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she does. Sabine's standing behind her. So I guess we kind of see who ends up with it because that was the question. Sabine didn't want it. And they, they kind of left off saying... They'll have to find someone to lead. And then uh, Hera says, may the force be with you, and we are done. We'll All right, so just based on what little they did show us in, like, a trailer that was half old footage and half new, any uh, predictions for this year? Get them in now before we find out anything else through spoilers? What? Predictions. Of? Season four. For rebels, <laughs> because because <laughs> we have a fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Uh, so do you think we're gonna see Ezra and Kanan die? 
I think we're going to see Kanan die. Um, based on this trailer and uh, things that Dave Filoni said about like finishing the show. So the one thing I will mention about the panel that I heard later in like some like clips and stuff is that when he announced that it was ending, they uh, they've known for a very long time that this was it wasn't like they wrote and created season four and then were told like there won't be a season five. They knew going into season four, this would be the last one. And it's been done for, you know, the scripts and stuff for over a year. It just that's how long it takes. So he was, uh, you know, he kind of said, like, as sad I, as I am that it's ending, I'm really happy that this time around I get to have an ending for my show because I know what it's like to work on a show and not get to end it. So obviously referring mm-hmm. to Clone Wars where it just uh, ended abruptly. So um, on the one hand, knowing that they're going into it, figuring that this is it and we do need to wrap up these stories and some other comments he made about kind of like um, how proud he was of the show and everything, you know, watching the characters for the from the first three seasons and getting to know them or something like that and then heading into the final season and uh, the sacrifices that they make for the you know greater good or whatever. He talked a lot about them making personal sacrifices. So I think we're going to lose quite a few of them. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at this point. If you had asked me a month ago if I thought they were going to kill off Ezra at the end, I'd be like, I, I don't know. I don't know if they will... Um, I guess I was more concerned that like that's the natural ending of the story. He has to be gone before Luke puts a lightsaber in his hand. But I was also operating off under the assumption that what if this show just gets canceled before they were ready to be like ready to be done with it? Now that I know that they um, they went into this with the intention of this being the end and actually closing off the story, uh, I have a little more confidence they'll do it right and that they'll take Kanan and Ezra out of the equation. The rest of them, I mean, besides Hera and Chopper, uh, I don't know. I don't know what will happen to them, but I'm also not as concerned that they die. I think Ezra is going to die. Okay. I think Kanan is going to get. Hold on. We got it. You know what? The only way we can do this to make it a game where there can be a winner is we need to do a simple yes, no Deadpool on all the characters so we can score points. Tim, Patrick, Kevin. Okay, go. Uh, Patrick, let's what do go, you think? Let's go around with Ezra. I say dead. Dead. Kevin. Dead. All right. Tim, dead. Kanan. Dead. 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 Sabine. Better be alive or I'm going to riot. Kevin? Uh, Alive. I think we all have Alive, I I think she's going to go into seclusion. Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to keep it as alive. Uh, Zeb. Dead. Definitely dead. Mm. I think the answer is who gives a shit. Um, Patrick, dead or alive? I kind of want to see where you fall first before I... I'm going to say lives, but who cares? He's, okay. he's been removed from the show, basically. So uh, I'll, go, I'll go lives. It's funny. I used to really like Zeb, and then after this series, I'm like, I, just, I, don't, I don't miss him. Well, they're just not doing anything interesting with him anymore. Yeah. You know, he's just... He, and the episodes where he's the central character, he does stupid stuff like, hey, I found a random droid. Let me bring him back to my secret base. <laughs> that works. I would do that kind of stuff. Callus. Wow, I went really hot there. Callus. Dead. Hmm. What say you? Um, 
I'm gonna go with dead. Okay, I'm gonna go alive. alive. So at least we okay, didn't match now, up on. Now the, the big thing. one to get the six in there. Ahsoka, is she alive or dead? Oh. Okay. I predict. Just the question. I predict season four will have no Ahsoka in it, so we won't have an answer at the end of this. Either way. Oh, two, I'm sorry. I already wrote alive for both of you, so there we go. We're good. <laughs> Okay, so so the consensus is Kanan dies, Ezra dies, Sabine lives, Zeb lives is the majority, Callus dies majority, and Ahsoka lives uh, unanimous. All right, cool. We're good. Well played. <laughs> what about AP5? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, we don't know about AP5. Um... He's gonna die. He's gonna get blown up in a shuttle or something. Damn, son. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm telling you how they're gonna die. Okay, Tim. I'm gonna go with dead just because he's not around. He's a funny character. Okay, I'm gonna stay alive. And here's what I think. I think the show is gonna end with Kanan and Ezra dying, Sabine going back to Mandalore because I think it's just gonna be in pieces, or maybe not Mal, uh, not Mandalore. What was the uh? The moon that they were on in the snow, Cronus or something, where her family was. Um, and the new oh, ghost crew, Hera's new crew, will be her, Zeb, Hot Callus, uh, AP5, and Chopper. And since, you, like you said, we never see AP5 again, but we never really see Hera in the original trilogy, which means she could be off doing other missions with her new crew. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm moving Callus back to live because that sounds good. I do think AP5 is going to die because I just can't wait to be, oh no, I'm dying. <laughs> Maybe he gets his wish and he does float away in space. <laughs> that works. Maybe that was right, just gonna, foreshadowing gonna, for how they were going to end him. I'm going to write this up and take a picture so you can post it along with this. Okay, cool. Our predictions. This episode. Exactly. All right. Are we ready for The Last Jedi? Yes. Am I ready? No. Am I willing? Yes. I don't know what I don't that know means. Either. I don't either. Just enjoy it. All right. So up next, we'll take a look at the last Jedi trailer in three, two, one, play. Love that music.
ass bitch. So what do you think? Mm, I like it. I mean, it's it's the best you're gonna get for a teaser trailer. But I know there's a lot of mixed reaction no, for this. No, oh. I'm gonna tell you this. We watched. I, I I know no, no no. I know people at Celebration were going crazy. I know that. You know, but people who are watching it in the op, like my office, and then what I saw like on Facebook, it was kind of like oh ho hum. Yeah, but, but here's the weird thing. Like an hour after we walked out of the Celebration viewing. There were articles mm-hmm. online about how the people at Celebration didn't care for the trailer. Complete and utter bullshit. Like, it was just clickbaity. And I, I get that, like, people watching at home might not have had the same reaction, but it just pissed me off that they post stuff that, yeah, people at Celebration didn't care for it at all. And it was, I mean, they were, we were losing our minds. And then they showed it again, and we lost our minds again. So, I mean, this, to me, like, there's so many things they could have shown us. And I was fully expecting this trailer to be like, here's a bunch of stuff with Leia and Poe, and here's Finn and Rose on their mission, and here's the First Order, and then we're going to fade to black, and we're going to cut back for a split second and show Rey and Luke. But they gave us like what we wanted to see since Force Awakens was Luke talking, Rey training with Luke, like all kinds of stuff that I was think- I was afraid they were going to hold back on. So I loved it. I think it was good. I mean, with the teaser trailer, you can't expect much. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, if, even for this is like what two minutes, a two minute teaser trailer, mm-hmm. that's above and beyond what normal te- what you'll normally see. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them give you like a thirty second teaser. Exactly, because they put it so, out well before anything's complete, and they have nothing to show. So, so I I don't know what people's expect. You know, people who said like, oh, it was underwhelming. I don't know what their expectations were. It's a teaser mm-hmm. trailer. It's supposed to get you thinking about, like, who is that? What is that all about? Mm-hmm. What is Finn in? You know, like, stuff like that. So it sets it up for the next trailer to come out, and then and then so on and so on and so on. So the movie comes out. But, I don't know, this day and age, how we all are, we want things right away. We want to know things right away. But I'm I'm perfectly content with what they put out. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I thought it was... I mean, it just looks so cool. I mean, the first shot, you think you're looking at stars. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you realize you're just looking at a rock. I love, I that, love they, that. I love that they kind of reuse the, the the we had Finn jumping up in the sand last time, and this time it's it's the ray with the breathing. It's very cool. Obviously, then you get your Lucasfilm logo. You need to have that. The water and the islands. You going through it again? Yeah. We got this nice shot with Ray and the rocks flying up. Very superhero. Looks like Leo and some star charts. Kylo's broken mask. So it looks like he's going to ruin another mask. Kevin might like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I like this scene where the little table with the, the books on it. And then they show that. Isn't that the emblem of the wills? Well, or something like that. The. Um, the symbol, when they zoom in and you kind of see the hand on the paper, I mm-hmm. think that's like the old Jedi logo. So, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty cool that, that we know he found the first temple, but it's so incredibly old that this is the first time we've seen books in Star Wars. What was that little cliff thing? Which one? So With at, him on the... Uh, on the uh... No, at one minute in, 
I'm at one, like a little. I'm at one oh three, so we may not be there yet. Hold on. Uh, we got so one. Well, if you're at one oh three, you're books. fine. You've already passed. Then it. the cliff. I got the cliff at one oh eight, where she's training. No, no, no. Go back to oh, one. Okay. Go back to exactly one minute. Uh, what is that little cave-like thing with the? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> from what I'm hearing. The temple that Luke was looking for, the first Jedi temple, is actually inside a giant tree. Um, mm, those and, look like books. And those are those are books on a shelf. For some reason, the way that I took that, you've completely changed my perspective on that two seconds, and then the next second with the page, um, and the hand touching the symbol. Because I thought that looked to me like an outcropping on like a big ravine or something. And that's like a little platform that someone was going to all of a sudden pop out on or something. Like we're seeing it from a hundred feet back, not mm -hmm. it's the size of a book that completely changed my perspective on that part of the scene. That's cool. I like that because yeah. it then ties in the next scene makes sense. So, so yeah, next clip, I should say. kind of touching the book or a page yeah. from it. Now we get Almost to complete reverence, barely touching mm -hmm. it. Now we get to Ray with the lightsaber. Love it. Is that Chewbacca on the mirror? I think it's just a rock. Everyone's been trying to figure out what's what's like on the left it's side. Just a rock. It, yeah, looks it looks like, like just Chewbacca. a pile of rocks, but it, I mean, it could be. It looks like Chewbacca just standing there with his arms folded looking out over the ocean. Let me take another look. Unless he's rock. much closer to the camera, because then he'd be way too big, because look how small she is. But yeah, it could be. I mean, maybe she's like a... It's a pile of rocks that she's training against. Like maybe she's hacking it up with the lightsaber. Time will tell. We get to. All right. This planet is, from what I understand, the uh, the maybe the new rebel base, and it was uh something they make mention in of like those visual guides from either the Force Awakens or Rogue One. Like they've they've talked about this planet before, but no one noticed it. And Crite. Right, yeah, and so this is uh, it was like a, a mine that was used by the uh, as a base by the old rebellion, and I guess the resistance either moves there or had maybe another cell that was there. And this is uh, pretty cool looking. Wait, you see it in minute eighteen. It looks like there's um, at at in the in the yes. Background. This is where we're gonna see those yeah. new um, monkey walker things. Then we get to Rumor see. Has it. Yeah, rumor has it. It's all alleged. No, no, no. no I'm oh. just going to say. Oh, I thought you were correcting me. Sorry. No, this scene will probably be in Star Tours. Yes, I have heard that as well. So, yeah. solid rumors. Mm -hmm. Then we get a look at Finn in his uh, little recovery tank. And I've heard this thing is going to have um, almost Captain America-like uh, effects on him where he's going to come out a lot tougher than he was when he went into it. So, it didn't just heal him. It might have... Uh, Made him a lot stronger. My uh, my Lego uh, Pose X-Wing now becomes a collector's item. Yep. It gets destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, but if you look on the left, you can see the back of what looks to be an A-Wing. So who knows? Maybe we'll see him fly a different kind of ship. Like He could totally run over there and get that one. Yeah. Um, I bet you that by the end we get to see like Poe fly everything because one of, one of his first lines when he meets Finn is like he can fly anything. So it would be cool to see him. You know, not do X-Wings every single time. And the A-Wing's so underused. We didn't really get to see it until Jedi, and they haven't done much else with it. Uh, we got... Uh, so the Falcon fighting TIE Fighters, which is interesting, because the Falcon's on Octu with Luke. So... Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, so either later in the movie where 
they either leave the planet or uh, Kevin's or favorite person some... in the world finds Luke. <laughs> On their show, way out. Show us something we haven't seen. Millennium Falcon fighting X-Wing or um, <laughs> TIE Fighters. Where have I seen that before? Every movie. Yeah. Okay, we've got uh, Ray running with a lightsaber. She could be running to someone, away from someone, or just doing some Rocky training. Like Luke's making her practice, like, okay, run. Now run with lightsaber. Now run with lightsaber. Turn to hunt. Stupid. <laughs> Theoretically, running with the lightsaber and running with the lightsaber turned on is exactly the same thing. No, running with it turned off. Except is not for danger. Except for danger. All right. It should be the same weight. Mm, yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. One minute, 29 seconds. The moment Kevin's been waiting for. The mystery phantom scar. The Yes, the scar. So, uh, yes, it is moved. Ryan Johnson just said he moved it because he thought it looked better. Yep. There's no in-universe explanation for his jumping scar. Because, yep. okay. you know, you know, in Star, Star Wars, yeah, I was going to say Star Wars physics. Yeah. <laughs> the scar moves. Would be great as if he goes back and changes <laughs> The Force Awakens to move the cut over. He's like, this is my movie now. <laughs> no, no. In, in he, George Lucas nine, is it. it moves back. This is going to be the great debate for the new generation of where Kylo's scar is. It's the Han shot first of the of the, the millennials. Like Kylo, Kylo, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it your scar on the other side of your face? <laughs> and then he responds, "I have a scar." <laughs> In the very next one, one minute thirty. This appears to be the same scene we saw in Ray's vision. Luke with his cloak, R2-D2 next to him, and something burning. Um, academy? So it could be a flashback to the Academy. I've heard rumors and speculation that the tree he's living in on uh, Octu ends up getting burnt, so she might have had a flash forward of, you know, maybe Kylo shows up and burns down his first temple. We won't know for sure till December, but that's pretty cool that some scene we've we've definitely seen a piece of before. And even with the like the little embers floating in the air, it's it's a match. So here we have Captain Phasma walking with some troops. And scenes of a space battle. Because we really didn't get a space battle in Force Awakens. And then of course the uh Luke Luke's epic line about the Jedi ending. Do you think that line is real? Yes but I think it's in the first third of the movie. I think he absolutely thinks that the Jedi need to end. I think that's why he's uh, living alone on an island. I think that uh, he probably comes to real some realization after Kylo takes out his new Jedi order that as long as the Jedi exist, there's going to be people that break off and cause problems, just like his father, just like his nephew, and that his solution is I'll just go live out the last of my days on some island, and, and that will be the end of the Jedi. But, I mean, that doesn't mean that Ray doesn't change his mind or they get visited by a small green frog who convinces them otherwise. Um, there's a, a million ways this could go. I mean, we know that he trains her anyways. It doesn't necessarily mean he trains her to, like, to be a Jedi. I'm not convinced that they're going to move away from Jedi altogether. I think that we're, we'll have Jedi again by the end of Nine. But um, I like the scene where he's like, what do you see? And she says, light, dark, balance. And he says it's so much bigger. So it leads me to believe, like, in his 30 years since Return of the Jedi, he's 
he has like a much larger understanding of the force. Um, and that maybe that's part of why he thinks that, you know, the Jedi had it wrong and that they need to end. But yeah, I, that, that scene is definitely real. And I don't think we're going to have that, um, problem we had with Rogue One where we saw a bunch of stuff in the trailer that doesn't make it into the movie because Ryan Johnson put this trailer together himself rather than have like a, a marketing group that did, um, Rogue One where uh, Gareth Edwards told him specifically like they asked for certain scenes and he said that scene didn't make it into the movie and they're like it's okay it portrays the feel we're trying to show so Ryan Johnson made the trailer it's only got stuff I think he wants us to see and it it seems like they're kind of going the Christopher Nolan route of you know he only allows he doesn't allow anything from the last third of his movies into the trailer and I think that Ryan Johnson does the same thing so I don't think we've even seen anything from probably the second half of the movie I think this is all early stuff Oh, yeah, no, we haven't seen Mace Windu come back or anything, so we definitely right. haven't seen any mm-hmm. of the third act. You don't think they're saving Mace for uh, episode nine? You think they're going to bring him out now? No, no, he's here now, then he's a main character uh, front. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of giving up. <laughs> Can't fight you anymore. So what do you think the uh, importance of Star Wars actually being in red this time around? I mean, it, it's just a color. It, but it, it portrays a feeling. I mean, we, we associate red with the red lightsaber, with the dark side, with, um, I don't want to say the Sith, because I don't think Kylo is going to be a Sith, but just with the dark side force users. And it just, I think it, without even meaning anything, without having, I don't even think it has to have a direct tie to anything specific in the film. It just gives you a feeling of where this is headed. That um, I don't think that this one's going to end you know, happy. I mean, obviously Force Awakens didn't end happy because we lost Han Solo, but it ended in, in victory for the resistance. It wasn't good for the New Republic. We lost the Republic, but the resistance at least defeated the First Order in the first battle between them. But I don't think that's going to be how this one ends. I'm kind of more curious of will they change the color to something other than yellow for the next one like is the next one gonna be green so it's gonna be pink pink okay we'll go pink i think it's just gonna be blue could be blue we've not had blue we got primary colors yellow red blue hmm. makes sense I, I mean i'm not even i'm not even being stupid about it i'm not making a joke i think just when you see the when you see the the title card next to each other, I'm just like, oh, cool. Next one's gonna be blue. Like yeah. that's immediately where my brain went. Like it's not. No, I didn't think. You I were don't necessarily us. know if they're they're. What? I didn't think you were messing with us. I took you seriously. No. Okay. I, I I don't think that necessarily the titles are making some long big thing like, you know, the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and then what are the last three no, words yeah, gonna be? I don't be? think so either. But I don't believe in that. But when you put them side by side, I think just from a marketing standpoint, when you put together these next three trilogies into a packet, you know, when you put them into a, a collector's edition, it's just going to look good. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's simple marketing in my mind. Especially it's nothing crazy. They've really, um, you know, they've really moved away from the numbers. Um, it, yeah. They, we all called force awakens episode seven, but they rarely used seven in anything. And I think a big part of that is you, you were trying to attract new people and you didn't want them concentrating on the fact that there were six movies before this, that they should go see. It was like, you can walk into, um, the Force Awakens and know nothing, and they'll get you caught up. And so 
I think that's why they've gone with this design of the Star Wars, but with the title of the movie in between. It's just, it's a different look. They didn't do it this way before. And um, like you said, you can put them all next to each other and you can identify which is which just by the color. And if they go that route, you don't need numbers on there anymore. And they're going to, yeah. I think they'll still always still in the full title have a number, but they're not going to concentrate. They're not going to focus on it at, at all because they'll need them there for whenever they get around to making the next saga trilogy. But they know that fans like us are smart enough to know when it's uh, 7, 8, 9, or 10, 11, 12, and that fans that, that don't know, you know, casual fans, don't need to know. They just need to know it's a new Star Wars, and you can sit down and watch it, and it will explain where it takes place. Like, I think yeah. the episode number will always show up in the opening crawl, and that might be the last place we see it anymore in the movies going forward. I'm in. Any other thoughts on this trailer? Nope, I'm waiting for the extended trailer. Yeah. Which, I mean, I... I'm, I you take out the kind of the long wispy shots in between a lot of the, the black space, the white noise, whatever you want to call it. I mean, a, an average trailer, you know, trailers aren't allowed to be longer than two and a half minutes. So to get a two minute and what, two second, two minute, and six second trailer, something like that, two minute, and one second, that's damn good. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, it hit on all cylinders throughout. So I don't know. I mean, I guess really when you look at the last 30 seconds of this trailer, Getting another 30 seconds on the next trailer is going to be, you could spoil everything for us. I mean, it's going to be insane, I think, getting the next trailer. Um, I, I think, think we're going to get longer, well, I think longer the, scenes in the, the next trailer, yeah, though. I think the next trailer is going to actually show us a little more of what everybody else is up to at this point. There's, You know you're going to probably have three stories running simultaneously through this movie. Mm -hmm. You'll have what, what Finn's up to and what Poe's up to and then what Ray's up to. Um, and then, of course, all of their interactions with the First Order, but I'm not counting the First Order as its own storyline. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that, but I, I really feel like the purpose of this one was to show us Ray and Luke together and then have that surprise line at the end about the Jedi ending. And that's all you needed yeah. to do. And to show people that, okay, if you're a casual fan, this probably wasn't going where you thought it was going to go. She's just going to show up, and they're going to be besties, and he's going to train her. Um, and if you're a fan of like the old legends novel all the old expanded universe that luke is not the same luke as he was in that in the, that book series so i think that the trailer definitely did its job it, it gave you just a hint of where where they're going and definitely made me want it more i mean i want like you said i want the next trailer now i want the movie now because i need to know why he thinks that and you know how she's going to convince him or are we going to see force ghost yoda tell him something which i hope not i hope it's not on yoda but I'd love to see uh, Force Ghost Anakin at some point. Give me more. Give me something. Can't wait. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Should we call it a show? Um. Yeah. I think. Uh, I only know one truth, and it's that it's time for this podcast to end. Timmy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just as we end every show, letting you know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast by the host and their guest are theirs alone and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or Lucasfilm. With that being said, fuck you and take all my money, Disney and Lucasfilm. Don't always have to fuck her hard. 
In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to make some love. And <clears> fucking <throat> give us some smoochies too. Are you recording? <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> and that's going to sound fantastic at the end of the episode. I got to <laughs> tell you that much. Well, I mean, they refer to the Iron Squadron as Special Forces, so I don't think it would be... Uh, Iron or Inferno? Did I say Iron? You did. you did. Fuck. Iron Squadron's from Rebels. It's that horrible episode. Anyways, Inferno Squadron. <laughs> Hold on, Patrick. Cut that out. Okay, so... <clears throat> must be going through tissues left and right. Mm-hmm. Just right. Because of just all the right tears? Just Are they happy tissues or sad tissues? <laughs> <laughs> okay, creepy laugh. <laughs> I'm so afraid of how you're gonna edit this shit together. Oh, it'll be fine. <clears throat> oh no 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 no. <laughs> oh no no no. <laughs>